Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 6-30-19. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome, Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Back with you here today on this Monday. Hopefully things well, going well in your world. We're uh, a week away from actually being able to 100% focus and know that the next NFL slate is going to be one that matters. we got to get through this week four of preseason football, and then the NFL is there. But we got some exciting stuff that dropped uh, on Friday that we're obviously going to talk about here on the podcast, I'm talking college football. Our friends at Fantasy Draft have some exciting stuff going on as well that we will catch you up on. Uh, and uh, our first live final announcement uh, over there on FanDuel. So a lot of stuff to uh, kind of unpack here today on the podcast. It's a very busy time of year. A lot of things, you know, happening even outside of, uh, you know, anything that I know that's going on. And, you know, it's it's exciting. There's no question about it. So uh, let's jump into it here today. want to thank Fantasy Draft. Let's talk about them first. They're not only a great sponsor here, but they have actually uh, rolled out a new looking lobby over there on their site. So make sure you check that out. And uh, with that, you've got your NFL contests already posted for the week. They do have some Thursday through Monday contests posted, but uh, they also have some pretty fun-looking survivor-style contests, which is a five-week survivor, top 70% advance each week. Those are a lot of fun. If you want to get bang for your buck, it's a $33 entry on this $40,000 in that total prize pool. Uh, Those are a ton of fun because... Uh, you're paying $33, but if you win, then you get to play the next week. You don't have to do, you don't have to pay another 33 the next week. So, uh, and all you have to do is finish in that top 70%, and uh, it's, it's a fun little tournament. So, check that out. Uh, they're running that uh, over this football season. And of course, their fantasy draft NFL championship week uh, or championship. They're doing a 500K championship, and uh, that's going to. Um, include $100,000 going to the winner. And this is uh, you know, a little bit different than we saw last year because last year we saw a live final there for Fantasy Draft. This year, they're doing more of an online final, so therefore they can have more people involved in this. And it's going to be a situation where everybody who makes it to that championship uh, is going to win something. So you're not like winning a ticket to something and then not necessarily getting cash out of it. You are, but a little bit smaller field that you're going to have to uh, be competing against 
And uh, that is going to be uh, happening over their half-million-dollar championship on Fantasy Draft. They also uh, have some other uh, interesting kind of one-off contests. They got a NFL VIP weekend experience. You get to go to the game of your choice for week four. It includes airfare, transportation credit, hotel, and uh, that's what a ten dollar uh, entry on that tournament. So a lot of fun stuff, you know. Fantasy Draft—they're uh, definitely creating a fun environment for you. They've got their intermediate contests, their beginner contests, and uh, definitely the best kind of um, matchup blocker you can find. If there's certain players that you don't want to play against, uh, you can basically say no thanks over there on Fantasy Draft. So check them out if you haven't done so already. NFL posted in the lobby for them, so make sure you make that deposit this season. If you haven't done it yet, use that promo code GRINDERS. Go through our links here on RG and you get three months of Fantasy Draft Premium for free. Never sucks. So thanks again to them. Their big marquee GPP this uh, um, opening weekend is going to be Sunday only. $200,000 running gun $25 buy-in and uh, first place winning $25,000. I love that payout. You know, if you're not into the 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 uh, top-heavy payouts, that's a really good one over there on Fantasy Draft. So there we go. Thanks to them and excited to see what they've got rolling out. Uh, we also have FanDuel. Uh, they uh, have kind of quietly announced that uh, they are, uh, first off, back in Texas. And that's interesting news here because a lot of you who might listen or might be from Texas have not been able to play on FanDuel. Well, now you can. And this is really important to hear me out because you've only got so many opportunities to get this free premium here on Roto-Grinder. So if you've not signed up on FanDuel because you were uneligible to play over there before, now is a great time to do it. So click through our links on RG, go to our reviews page, or pretty much anytime you see FanDuel, uh, you can click that and it'll send you to where you need to go. And if you click through our links, you're going to get that three months of premium for free. So all you players in Texas, you can now play on FanDuel. Pretty exciting stuff. I don't ask questions. I just am happy that everybody can play fantasy sports. So that's number one. Number two, FanDuel, uh, one thing they're doing this season, a half or a quarter of a million dollars, $250,000 survivor contest, free to play. And this is survivor style, just like you have um, in those betting pools where you have to pick a team that's going to win and you can only use that team once throughout the year. So there's kind of a lot of strategy that goes on as the season progresses. And it's fun to see if you can be the last man standing. It doesn't cost anything. It's a no-brainer of a thing that you should probably play and, and see where you end up. So that's uh, definitely one thing that FanDuel's doing. And then they've got... Uh, their football championships, and they've got their World Fantasy Football Championship. That's a live final. It's $2 million. 75 people will be going to that. Max entry is five per person. Feels a little bit much. I don't know why they felt they needed to go five. Probably could have gone three just as easily, but nonetheless, you're going to find those cues in their lobby, and that will also be in New York City. Um, and they're also going to have an online version as well that's going to have a $1 million uh, first place prize payout, $4 million in total prize pool, and about 18,000 spots. So it's going to be you know pretty heavy of a buy-in, but $1 million in that one. The $2 million tournament payout, I believe it's 500 k to first, 200 k to second, and 100 k 
to third. Uh, and then the interesting thing on top of that is Draft, of course, is doing their World Series of Fantasy. And again, they're going to have a uh, Fantasy Live Final. Of course, we did that last year in Nashville. That was a ton of fun to broadcast. And uh, first place in that's going to win $75,000. And it's going to be $250,000 live draft that's going to take place at the FanDuel Final. You're like, oh, that's weird. Why would Draft and FanDuel... Do something kind of together. Well, guess what? They're owned by the same company. Patty Power Betfair uh, owns, you know, both Draft and FanDuel. So this definitely makes a little bit of sense for them to uh, run these things together. I don't know how these brands are going to merge um, down the road, but, you know, clearly, you know, this sort of thing I think works perfect when you're already running one live event. Now you can run multiples probably saves them some money in terms of putting these things together. So uh, definitely check that out. Again, that's going to be in New York uh, as well. And December 14th through 16th is going to be that weekend for the Draft Live Final. And speaking of draft, a lot of overlay brewing. we got two weeks to go in their mega best ball championship. Their $25 looks like it's probably going to fill, so really kudos to them for that. But the 125 uh, is a much steeper buy-in, a lot slower to kind of fill those games, and uh, I think we're going to see tremendous value in that. So uh, if you like value, you know, and I know you overlay hunters do, you might want to check out that uh, draft best ball. Make sure you always click through our links if you haven't already signed up over at draft. All right. Uh, and then the last bit of news before we get to baseball here today is uh, the return of college football. Uh, if I didn't know better, I would say that my wish list podcast that I did, I don't know, two months ago about what I wanted to see for the NFL uh, in this football season in general might have actually been listened to by some people because a lot of stuff came true. We got rid of kickers on FanDuel and... We've got the return of college football, at least on DraftKings. Potentially, we'll see if this will fall on more platforms. But DraftKings took that step and uh, are now offering it to people who are not in regulated markets. So, for once, I'm kind of excited about not having regulation in my state because I can play the sport I love most here in the state of Florida. Uh, and obviously, it's frustrating for those of you who are in New York or Indiana or Tennessee um, uh, Massachusetts. I mean, there's a lot of places you can't play, but I felt like this was a smart call by them to at least offer it up to the millions of players who can play it. And, uh, it brings them in a lot of revenue, uh, potentially here on a day where on a Saturday where nothing was really going on otherwise. So, uh, we've got the first slate posted, uh, actually it was this past Thursday, but their first big weekend, they've got what a hundred K up top tournament. You know me, I don't love $300,000 prize pools with 100000 up top. I think that's uh, kind of ridiculous. Um, I don't care if the metrics say it fills faster. I will not be convinced that is a better tournament to run for your users. I don't care what the metrics say. I just don't buy it, okay? I don't. It, it's, it's, it's insane to me. Now, with that said, will I play it? I'm sure I will. Will there be overlay? I actually think there will be because uh, it's a lower dollar buy-in price point. And if there's overlay, you certainly know I'm going to chase it. Now, the questions I've been getting constantly, Dan, are you and Chopper doing your Thursday show? Are you RG going to have content for this? Yes and yes. Uh, we will be doing 
a college football package here on Roto-Grinders that's available to you. We are working out the details here over the next couple of days. I'm hoping to have an announcement for you uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. That's my hope. We've got a couple of phone calls we've got to make, got to get some stuff ironed out. And uh, But ultimately, you know that we're going to do you know, a bang up job with this. You got myself, we've got Head Chopper, we got STL Cardinals, we've got a number of people that we are excited about um, teaming up with this college football season to bring you the best content. Uh, and that will be dropping here fairly soon. So uh, keep your eyes and ears out. We'll obviously let you know when it is uh, up and ready for you. But uh, this came as a complete and utter surprise to us. Uh, which, you know, it's kind of annoying because when you try to build content for these sites and, you know, you're expected to kind of, you know, come up with concepts and, and tools and innovations on a drop of a dime, it's kind of annoying, uh, especially because in a sport like college football, a lot of people rely on content because it's not as readily available from a fantasy perspective. There's lots of places to get NFL content, whether it's seasonal or whether it's uh, daily, but there's not a lot of places to get college football fantasy content, and we're one of those places that are happy to provide it, but um, on a moment's notice, it's it's hard, especially when you've got stuff already prioritized for, uh, for NFL from your development side of things, so we're going to do the best we can to get everything up and running and to you, uh, but this came as much of a surprise to you as it did to me, and uh, it's an exciting one, so uh, that should be coming up. All right, uh, that's what we got going on right now in the world of Daily Fantasy News. Let's get to the games here, and we'll talk about this baseball slate for you here tonight. We're going to run it game by game because it's not too huge of a slate for us, and we're going to use our uh, Plate IQ, which is just phenomenal, by the way. And by the way, we also will have new things happening in Lineup HQ. So be on the lookout for that. That should be arriving uh, in the next couple of days for this football season. It's good stuff. Uh, all right, let's go. Chicago and New York. You got Tanaka versus Carlos Rodon. And Rodon's been really, really good lately. There's no question about it. I mean, his game logs have been awfully impressive. Uh, but I think Tanaka is going to be the guy that people are more comfortable using today. On DraftKings, he's 9,500. On Fantasy Draft, 18,8. FanDuel, 10,2. And the thing about Tanaka, you know, his last three starts have not been great. Right off of the uh, All Star break, you know, he had 44, 29, 22, and then went negative 2, 16, 16. But Vegas is not bullish here on Chicago. You know, at 3.3 implied run total is really, really small here. And, uh, you know, the White Sox are obviously a team that strikes out a ton. So that really adds to the upside of Tanaka as a starting pitcher. And you look at, you know, the plate IQ, you got a 26, almost 27% K rate uh, against right-handed pitching for this White Sox team. And uh, a K rate of a solid 25% on the season for Tanaka the XFIP at 3.66. So I think he makes one of the top plays here on the slate. There's certainly a chance he could give some home runs up. He does have a somewhat inflated uh, home run rate 
So, you know, that's obviously the risk that you run into. But this is an all-or-nothing offense right now for the White Sox. And I think tonight we're going to see a nothing. So uh, Tanaka is definitely a guy to look at. Now, Carlos Rodon uh, is another one who I talked about has been pitching really well here lately. But this is just a tough matchup for him against the Yankees, who are going to be rolling out a right-handed lineup uh, one through nine today, including just guys who rake versus lefties in uh, Hicks at a 360 Woba, 284 ISO. Stanton, the best in the league probably against lefties at 347 ISO, 461 Woba. Andujar, 236 ISO. Torres, 225. Um, so yeah, like that is the the risk that you're running into with him. And, you know, the salary that we've got on him today is... Uh, let's see, 86 on FanDuel, 85 on DraftKings, 16-3 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I just don't really see this being the spot for me as a 200 dog, uh, plus 200 dog today in this matchup to be the guy that I'm looking to roll out there. Uh, you might actually get some pretty good leverage on that, though, because I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing White Sox here, and this isn't a particularly big slate, only seven games, so you you could cross your fingers that Tanaka walks some people, you get a home run, and, and you're well on your way, but I don't think that's going to be my strategy today in that. So uh, in terms of the bats that I like most here from, again, the New York side of things, the top of that lineup, I mean, Stanton, to me, if you can make him work today, and I think you kind of can, uh, he's probably the guy that I really want to put into my lineups here tonight from that game. All right, let's move on to next up. We've got uh, Toronto and Baltimore. We've got Sam Gaviglio against David Hess today. And, you know, some of the initial lineup HQ optimal lineups I spit out today, I was expecting to maybe have some Gaviglio in there. It didn't happen. And it actually came up with Baltimore bats, which was kind of surprising to me because I think Gaviglio is somewhat interesting. I think I had this take once before and it totally blew up in my face. Uh, might have been that Oakland start where he went, had negative one, or maybe it was versus the Royals where he had four. But for the most part, um, he definitely has some upside. And if you look at his success against Baltimore, his last start came against this team, seven strikeouts in seven innings. Uh, previous start versus Baltimore went seven and two-thirds, eight strikeouts. Um, did allow a, a handful of earned runs, but still finished with almost 20 fantasy points. He's 7K on DraftKings, 14K on Fantasy Draft, 73 on FanDuel. I'm just not sold on this Baltimore lineup. Yes, they've been better the second half of the season. Um, and I do wish that Toronto was a little bit larger favorite than they are. But I, I think he's definitely one of the guys that you can pay down for here today against... Uh, you know, this Baltimore Orioles team that absolutely is, you know, kind of in the tank so far this season. Um, and then Toronto, I mean, you've got one of the hottest hitters or the hottest hitter in baseball today in Kendrys Morales. Uh, maybe hot streaks are not predictive, but they do exist. And I don't know, Kendrys Morales has only hit home runs in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive baseball games we'll see if he makes it an eighth today and you know this Toronto lineup from top to bottom certainly interesting I think uh, you know Justin Smoke as well at first base at 4200 could be just as good of a play uh, for you today 
um, against Hess, who, you know, you're looking at a 586 uh, XFIP for him so far this season, a 15% K rate. You got a lot of green, a lot of green out there on Toronto. And uh, when I say that, I'm talking looking at the, uh, the plate IQ. And, you know, only a 21% K rate here. I don't know. I think Toronto's definitely the side that I want here. And uh, in terms of, you know, some of the, the the prices you've got on these, I think Russell Martin today, uh, if you're playing on DraftKings and you need to play a catcher at 3,400, he's probably going to be really, really chalky because that position sucks today. But uh, definitely a guy to look at. Billy McKinney, uh, I haven't been playing this weekend, but I kept on seeing him having, having home runs. And in fact, he's got three out of his last five games and uh, has been playing really, really well from a fantasy perspective. 2,800 on FanDuel, 39 on DraftKings, 74 on Fantasy Draft uh, in that leadoff spot. So uh, definitely think the Blue Jays, uh, with an implied run total today over five, make a ton of sense. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next game for us today, and it's going to be Washington and Philly. We have Strasburg versus Eflin. These two uh, matched up just this previous start and was one of my better days of the year. I mean, unfortunately, I only played a $12 single-entry contest, and that was it. If I would have played the 33 I think I would have won like 20 k I think I took down like two or three in the single-entry, uh, which is great, not complaining, but that was the day I said the lefties are the guys I want from Washington. And that was Bryce Harper going crazy. Soto had a nice day. I think uh, Daniel Murphy was on the team at that point in time too. And all three of those guys did well. Teamed him up with the Cubs. It was a good night. Um, I think we can go back to the lefties here today. Eflin has just struggled so much in that split. 362 Woba, 228 ISO versus lefties. And... Uh, that does not bode well against Bryce Harper, who, you know, despite the struggles he had this year, you're still looking at almost a 400 Woba versus righties and 281 ISO. He and Soto back into my lineups again tonight. I think we can throw Adam Eaton in there as well. And if you want a one-off uh, from your catcher's spot, maybe you throw Matt Wieters. Uh, again, do we need to stack this team up? From top to bottom, probably not. Uh, Eflin isn't that trashy. He's actually pretty tough versus righties. But uh, love me some Bryce Harper again today uh, in this matchup. So uh, Harper's price, he's coming in pretty expensive. 5.1 over there on DraftKings, 46 on FanDuel, 9.8 on Fantasy Draft. Soto, a little bit cheaper there uh, at 37 FanDuel, 44 DraftKings, 83 over on uh fantasy draft. Uh, am I playing Steven Strasburg today? Probably not. Um, I don't think anybody's going to play him after that last start where it was the first one off of the uh, hiatus and he didn't pitch long and he didn't pitch well in the short amount of time he was in there. Four innings, five earned runs, five Ks. Uh, I mean, I don't think Washington's officially packed it in yet. Otherwise they wouldn't be, you know, using him at all at this point in time. But I am worried that, you know, they're not going to let the reins loose on Steven Strasburg here. So uh, I think he is an easy pass for me on this slate. And am I ready to load up on Philly bats? Probably not. Uh, I mean, we've, you know, Carlos Santana, not in a horrible spot today for the price that we have to pay. Reese Hoskins, uh, pretty solid kind of game logs going here, at least uh, from a hitting perspective. But just not the spot I think we need to uh, particularly spend on today. 
Okay, moving on. We've got uh, the Mets and the Cubs. We've got to look out on the weather for this one. Uh, the lineups page has 16-mile-an-hour winds, almost 88 degrees out in Chicago with the wind blowing out. And we don't have a line on this game, which uh, certainly makes me believe that they're going to wait a little bit closer to get a better idea on the weather before they put that number out there. So um, we'll see what that comes in at. Uh, John Lester versus Noah Syndergaard. That's the uh, that's the pitching lineup here. And John Lester, decent uh, his last two starts. Really good versus Pittsburgh and then came back against Detroit. Only allowed one earned run in five and two-thirds innings. Did give up seven hits, three Ks um, that day. So not a great outing, 8,200, 16-2. Uh, against the Mets, it certainly could be fine. I mean, this is a Mets team that just doesn't hit that well, but if we've got wind blowing out, I don't really want to mess with it at all. I mean, Lester ran in some real bad luck earlier this year in wind games in Chicago, and uh, if it's blowing out, uh, I think you can actually look to some of these bats here for the Mets because they're cheap. I mean, you can get a Mets stack and get Garrett Cole into your lineup and Tanaka into your lineup because you've got, you know, uh, Wilmer at 3-9, you know, Conforto at 3-5, McNeil at 3-8, Bautista at 3-5. Uh, all these guys are cheap. Now, they're not good, but if we got, you know, 18-mile-an-hour winds blowing out in Wrigley with a total of 11, then maybe we can get around it. I don't think we're going to have that total of 11 today. But if this comes in at, like, over 9 today, a win's a factor. Because Noah Syndergaard's pitching on the other side, and, you know, he was not... Um, Great in his last start, wasn't terrible. Uh, six innings, six strikeouts, did not pitch particularly deep that day. Uh, we'll see what he can do against Chicago here. He's 10-1 on DraftKings, 19-4 on Fantasy Draft, 9,900 on FanDuel. Cubs bats starting to wake up a little bit, so I'm not super excited to be rostering uh, him today versus this lineup today, uh, and especially when we consider the, the weather factor that's going to, uh, you know, be in play today. Um, history versus uh, Noah Syndergaard, not a big sample size, but they've actually hit him pretty well, a really small sample size, but uh, not for a lot of, you know, power per se, because he hasn't given up a home run, but, you know, uh, Baez, Russell, Hayward, Murphy, all these guys, Bryant, obviously he's not playing, uh, Wilson Contreras, all those guys have had some success against him. So I'm probably steering clear of Noah Syndergaard today. Uh, in Chicago, so no thanks. Uh, the game I'm most interested in, though, Houston and Oakland. Uh, we got Garrett Cole versus Brett Anderson today, um, and yes and yes, uh, I like Garrett Cole. Uh, it is a little bit tricky going against a, a better hitting lineup here in Oakland, one that's, uh, you know, from top to bottom, they are green all over the place if you're looking at the plate IQ, but Garrett Cole has a great strikeout pedigree and he's kind of got it back here after a little bit of lull in the midseason and xfip barely above three so this guy is got it together uh pretty good pitchers ballpark out there in houston uh and i think we can fit him in especially if you're willing to roll a guy like you know gaviglio out there there's a couple of other names here that we still can can talk about um if you're comfortable going that route I think you can still get in some solid bats with him. Um, and if you really want to go crazy, like I said, you can find a cheap team like the Mets to maybe stack up a little bit. So, uh, so yeah, I am in favor of going with Garrett Cole today. Implied run total for Oakland at 3.41 and just huge K upside for him. So I don't see a reason not to make him one of your uh, potential targets 
tonight. On the flip side, uh, the Houston Bats versus Brett Anderson is a yes for me. Uh, love them versus lefties now that they're he- that they're healthy. And, you know, you, you look at the uh, weighted OBA. Let's go over the last two seasons and see where we're at with Brett Anderson here. Um, and, you know, Woba allowed to righties of 335, ISO of 173, K rate low at 14.5%. Uh, and, you know, you've got Springer, Bregman, Altuve, Correa, Tyler White today probably in the lineup. Top five in the lineup with Wobas hovering around 400 and uh, three of those guys with uh, pretty impressive ISOs as well. And yeah, I mean, I just think that uh, I, I'm on Houston today, one of my favorite spots for bats. And in terms of the prices for us today, yes, the top of the order is expensive, but they're not crazy. You know, you got Bregman at 5'4". Um, everyone else, though, 4'6 for Springer, 4'7 for Altuve, 4'5 for Correa. Tyler White, if he's in the lineup at 4 Four. And then even the bottom of the order, you know, Martin Maldonado, I think he's always interesting today at 3.6 uh, in this matchup. Uh, pretty good numbers for him. Um, well, not pretty good. I should take that back. 21 for 94 against lefties, 279 weighted OBA, but does have some power in his bat. So uh, for under 4K, there's another catcher. If you don't want to play the chalky Russell Martin today, Martin Maldonado might be a name to look at. But uh, all in all, love Houston. One of my favorite stacks of this slate. Okay, uh, out to Colorado and L.A. John Gray uh, against Mr. Despaigneur. And uh, I think John Gray's in play today against Anaheim. I mean, this lineup with uh, Mike Trout returning obviously is much improved. There's no question about it. But Gray has been pretty steady, and we take him out of Coors Field into a better you know, pitcher's ballpark. And I think he's going to be just fine. The walks have really been down for him last three starts. He's only allowed one walk in each of them. The home runs, uh, yes, he's going to give one up, but he hasn't given up multiples. But the Ks, five, nine, four, eight, five, six, uh, are fine uh, for us today at a price of 87 on DraftKings, 16.8 on Fantasy Draft. I'm okay with him. Uh, Despagne, I don't really love this guy at all. I think there's just limited upside. Doesn't pitch de- deep into games. And you might even make an argument that Colorado could be uh, the side that we want here going against Despagne. Uh We don't have a game total on this one. I'll be curious to see where it comes in. The weather looks like wind could be blowing out. Pretty decent temperatures at 75 degrees. So uh, the Colorado side, I'm somewhat interested in. And, you know, DraftKings, that algorithm is smart. And they've got some juiced up numbers there. Uh, Cargo F4-6, Story 4-6, Arenado and Blackman both over 5K. You're not going to be getting a cheap... Colorado stack today, um, but against a guy who I have no interest in as a pitcher, he's 4,100 for a reason. You're going to get a lot of bullpen there. Uh, I think Colorado is interesting. Last spot, Arizona against San Francisco. Patrick Corbin against Chris Stratton. Kind of off of Stratton entirely. Um, he just hasn't been particularly good. That last start, I guess he got it done against the Mets, but before that, he has been in the tank the four previous starts. An Arizona team fighting for that playoff spot and uh, really hitting the ball well. It's just a bad ballpark. Bad, you know, not cold temperatures, but 61 degrees. Just not a great hitting environment for me. So I'm fading bats in this game. Patrick Corbin's fine. You know, Buster Posey's on the shelf. And uh, not only do you put him on the shelf in terms of like he's one of their better hitters, but he also just doesn't strike out. So that does help the upside in Patrick Corbin. Um, and he should be 
perfectly fine here. Now, obviously, you've got some guys in, you know, Longoria, McCutcheon, who have pretty good pedigrees versus lefties, but this guy's been nails so far. Got off to that wicked hot start. Things kind of calmed down a little bit, but last four games, 21-24, 36-23 for him. I think his ownership's going to be way less than we have on uh, Garrett Cole. Maybe not, though. Maybe people will be afraid to pay the number on Cole against Oakland. I don't see us getting these top two arms in there together. But uh, I do love this matchup versus San Francisco. 23 DraftKings points, eight strikeouts in six innings in the last start for them on August the 3rd for Patrick Corbin against the Giants. So uh, definitely the guy that I am I am fine using here. If you're looking for some value, um, not a lot here uh, in the Arizona side. Maybe a Steven Souza. He's under 4K. But, man, the pricing is just so sharp out there on these sites. There's just not a whole lot of obvious value out there, uh, you know, kind of staring us in the eye at this point in time. Uh, some of the names to uh, potentially look at today. Let's see. Yeah, we got to wait and see on the weather today, but if wind's blowing out, Contreras at 3,400, you know, it is against Noah Syndergaard. I'll be curious to see how many people will end up playing him, um, but I think he's kind of interesting. I talked about Matt Wieters at catcher. Uh, first base, uh, maybe uh, Luke Voigt today, 3,400 if he bats in the middle of that lineup for the Yankees. There is an opportunity for you to get some pretty good pitchers in, so keep your eye on him today as a cheaper option for you tonight under 4k but favorite stacks for me uh, I like the Washington lefties again I like the Houston Astros um, as a, a team that's going to put up some points to, or put up some runs today and uh, I think that kind of covers Blue Jays are obviously fine for us today keep our eye on the weather out there in Wrigley uh, and then Giancarlo Stanton as a one-off versus a lefty good play tonight uh all right baseball's done for today i'm out should have some man going the next couple of days you got to uh you know hammer out some stuff as we get into the uh football season both college and pros and as always appreciative of you guys giving us a listen download being a part of what we do here at rotogrinders.com uh if you've got any feedback dan at rotogrinders.com the email address you know where to find me on twitter at dan underscore bach always thank you so much for those of you who do but always Leave us a review over there on iTunes, and if you do it and you message me, I might even be nice to you. I don't know what that means, but if you screenshot it, I might be nice to you. Take that for what it is. I'm not making promises, but uh, we love people giving us positive reviews and uh, a lot of great stuff coming this football season. It's, it's finally here. I'm excited for it, but I'm out of here. Talk to you again later in the week. Uh, thanks to Fantasy Draft for being our sponsor. We will see you. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. 
we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. 